is Tariq Talk. Your host, Tariq Mendez, takes you on a journey with guests from all around the world. Broadcasting around the world. Around the world. This is Tariq Talk. All right, guys. Today we are here with Alexander Yulish. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, Alexander and I, we met during the MANA um, Open Studios. Yes. And it was a pleasure being in your studio. I love the work. Um, I'm excited to be able to talk to you about that. Um, would you want to start telling us a little bit about yourself first? Um, so I grew up in New York City. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, my mom is a sculptor and a painter. Wow. And so I grew up in this really outrageous yeah. um, household that was filled with art and just commitment to art and everything you could possibly think of. We had the New York City Ballet would come over. Robbie LaFosse and all these unbelievable dancers would, would come for Thanksgiving. And then you'd have um, performance artists come for Thanksgiving. Wow. And when um, Thanksgiving would come... Um, she would hire the kids who stayed at Juilliard who wouldn't go home for the vacation and we'd have them play. So it was, that's kind of an idea of what the household was, was like. And growing up in that artistic household had a, a profound influence on me becoming a painter. Mm. Well, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And do you want to start with a little bit of your creative process? My creative process, it, it morphs, mm-hmm. but fundamentally um what doesn't change is just getting in the studio um just showing up Mm -hmm. which i think is probably the most important Mm -hmm. aspect of any uh any job Mm -hmm. you just have to show up and i get in there the second i don't even take a break usually when i get to the studio i the minute i'm there i just get in my painting clothes and just go straight to work. There's mm-hmm. no taking some time. Yeah. It's just everything I have immediately. I usually don't take breaks, so I'll work extended extended periods of time wow. until I'm really really exhausted. Oh wow! And <coughs> that that helps. So that's so interesting that you say that because my previous guests they always say to them it's like they get in the studio and they have to kind of like drink a coffee, read a newspaper. Yeah. So I find it fascinating because I'm a little bit like that with my process. Like you just dive right in. I dive I dive right in as I feel like that's the purest mm-hmm. form. If I have too much time to go over things yeah. or plan things. Yeah. I mean, I already have a plan, but it's just I go straight to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when you show up to your studio, do you kind of like have an idea or a vision that you wanted to like bring out physically? I do. Yeah. Usually there's color schemes. Usually um, I'll have an idea of what I want to do, but um, inevitably that changes so many mm-hmm. of the time. You know, I'll have an idea of what I want to do and it, it, I keep on carving it in and then I realize that it just isn't working. So then you have to do an alternate. Yeah. And a lot of times that happens and those explorations I think are are exciting because there's an unpredictability mm-hmm. about it and the day before you start um, going to your studio mm-hmm. do you kind of like set everything up for the next day so when you can come in you can just get right to work or um, usually I don't <laughs> usually mm-hmm. um, I'll take the day that um, I've decided to just to need off and then I'll organize the studio organize mm-hmm. my paints 
refill paints. Mm-hmm. So there's a um, oh, okay, I so I have I have trouble uh, car- compartmentalizing mm-hmm. my time. Mm-hmm. It's either very black and white in mm-hmm. the sense that you just this is what I have to do, and this is how I'm going to do it, and then this day I really can't think think about anything other than just organizing yeah you, as you mentioned you um you don't really like stop when you get into the work you, you're like you know like an endless creative in a way um do you have trouble um when you start a project or a painting do you kind of feel like turmoil not being able to finish like is that your goal to start something and finish it um yes you know everyone has their own process i just heard that van gogh uh, majority of his paintings were painted in one day. Oh, wow, I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, I hope I'm correct. That would yeah. be really bad, just throwing out these facts that actually are completely not yeah. true. But there was this need mm-hmm. to, at least how my interpretation is, this need for one complete thought. Mm-hmm. And when a thought is broken up into days and stages, mm-hmm. it isn't as pure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is for, for Van Gogh. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I, I It takes me a long time to do a painting. Yeah. But when... When I go home, sometimes it just then I'm like I have to go back to the studio. It's like this, this unbelievable, um, profound neuroses that mm-hmm. um, happens where it's really hard to co- to really take time off in the sense because you're constantly trying to rework something. And when I get home, there's a lot of times I'll have to go back to the studio because oh, wow. it's just it's just it kind of like disturbs you in a way. To disturbs you just to I want to I I want to. Um, get to a point where you can um, not make peace with a painting, Mm -hmm. but the conversation is just not done. It's like, you know, two people having a deep hearted conversation and it's not complete and you leave and you know, you left something out. Mm -hmm. So when you have the ability to complete a conversation or do your best possible, Mm -hmm. see, I think that's when a painting's done for me and resolved is when a conversation is, is fulfilled and being able to um, experience that creates potentially creates a painting and then there's a, a domino effect then people see the work and they subconsciously experience what you've gone through i mean people who look at work they're i mean they're pretty smart they know i mean there's they know if you didn't put your heart into it yeah. they can tell and you know, I feel like I just want to put everything I have into it. So there's just nothing, nothing left mm-hmm. to say. That's amazing. And when you're creating, do you have any like music or like TV or news playing music, in the background? A music, a lot, a lot, a lot of music. And that is, um, I, I need to be, um, and I need to do a repetition. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like, um, there's certain classical pieces or Philip Glass or, mm-hmm. you know, The Walkman or Future mm-hmm. Islands or... I mean, those I'll play and repeat. So I know every song. I know every um, every movement. Yeah. Because if I listen to something new that I'm mm. not used, um, it distracts me. So I'm like I that almost, too. Well. Yeah. So I almost. Are you Scorpio need, by any chance? Um, Taurus. Taurus. Okay. Taurus. Yeah. Because you definitely have like Scorpio like attributes. Because I'm I'm the same way too. You know. <laughs> That's so interesting. It's like talking to. I don't know, like a, a twin version of myself. Like certain okay. things you said, it's so fascinating. <laughs> and are you the like? Are you an artist that like people around you while you're creating? Like you, can mm. you paint? Let's say, like if you have like friends in your studio or other people, or you kind of need like that a long time. 
I can paint to a small degree. I can, mm-hmm. if it's a very small group who I really can trust, mm-hmm. who um, n- understand my process, understand the work. You know, I'll go and I can, I can rework something while someone's in the room who mm-hmm. I know, like uh, one of my art, one of my artists, Geraldine, um, not my artist, but mm-hmm. she's this unbelievably one, one of a kind talent. And she, I, I can work with her in mm-hmm. the place, but with strangers, it's very intimidating for mm-hmm. me. And um, it, I don't think it's productive. Mm-hmm. If, like, let's say you're working on a painting and somebody that you weren't planning on coming to the studio, are like you, let's say they knock, you open the door, you yeah. talk to them for a little bit, are you able to pick up exactly what you were doing or you kind of um, have to, like, wait out, get the vibes and inspiration again? You know, like, inspiration is something that, um, unless it's just a terrible experience mm-hmm. with that person, then it's a little difficult to go back. But every, uh, you know, I'm going back to the studio later today and mm-hmm. just um, seeing these colors you're on, seeing, you know, talking to you um, subconsciously, it's going to be directly yeah. in, my, in my peripheral. Yeah. And, you know, I'll bring that. Even an uncomfortable conversation when someone walks into a studio <laughs> could also, you know, it could just change the whole momentum of a painting. A phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, on the phone sometimes I paint while I'm on the phone for a second mm-hmm. like just because it's just gets you out of your head so yeah. I'm talking about something but I know I'm working on this that's very rare but when it does sometimes it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice um, a nice break where you're not thinking yeah would you say your mind is always thinking as an artist yeah it's constantly but at the same time when I'm, I'm painting you know you're thinking of I try not to think as much when I paint, but mm-hmm. what I am thinking about, it's almost like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. If I put a color to the right, how is that going to be balanced by another color? Mm-hmm. So constantly thinking that it's a puzzle and trying to, um, like almost like a Rubik's cube, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're thinking, but at the same time, when you get in the zone, you're just, I mean, just, yeah. it's, it's going, it's moving at lightning speed and that, um, ferocity, and that need to express what's going on in a clear, precise thought mm-hmm. is paramount. Yeah. And are you like when you play your, your music while you're creating, mm-hmm. do you try to reflect your mood to the music? Like, do you try to pick no. something you're feeling or you just kind of like hit shuffle in a way? It's so, I try and it's funny. It's not, I try to not, um, figure out what emotion I figure out what emotion I'm doing. Like I like going into the studio, not feeling anything Mm -hmm. because if I go in there feeling, um, rage or Mm -hmm. sadness or, um, feeling just enlightened, it triggers a part of a painting, which I don't think is pure for me. Mm -hmm. I like going in even keel and then discovering the depths and then the ups. Because in, in life, it's like that too. Um, you're two breaths away from collapse at times mm-hmm. or two breaths away from enlightenment or two yeah. breaths. And you only figure that out is when you settle down and you really figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that happens once I start painting. But I don't like to come in with a preconceived idea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm, not, if I'm just not present and feeling um, distracted, um, you'll see it distracted, yeah. not clear, clear painting. Yeah. 
And do you ever, um, when you paint something that you may not like in the moment, or are you the art? Are you the type of artist that like you kind of leave it to the side, or do you get mad and rip it up? You know, I I, I always think of it. I could. Um, so when when I'm painting, um, I'll if I don't like it, I'll just paint over it, mm-hmm. and I'll like keep on the same day or later on. Oh, and wow. then if I go back to the studio, like there's a painting I just did mm-hmm. that it has such a life underneath it, but I know I know I can push it. I know mm-hmm. I can push it to the brink and it has all that history underneath it. Yeah. So it'll be like, you know, five, six paintings mm-hmm. underneath that. And I know that energy comes back and reverberates through, um, through that canvas mm-hmm. and into the viewer. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find <laughs> like you, when you, once you finish a painting let's say time has gone by and you look at it and you see like maybe subconsciously things you were feeling, but you yeah. didn't know, do you ever have that experience? Um, like feelings that you didn't make sense for you, let's say that month, but then like much yeah. later on, you're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense looking at this. They, um, yes. Yeah. I mean, probably you experience the, yeah. the same things just like in anything. Um, certain things trigger, you know, all of a sudden a color, you'll see a color that you did and you'll just realize that color really represented something mm-hmm. that was profound for you yeah. at that, at that moment. Yeah really really profound uh so memories are constantly bleeding through the canvas uh colors are completely um you know they really bring a history a history a a history of your life so yes put it simply sorry i'm trying not to cough where you're talking so i'm trying to hold it until you finish and apologize about that And are you an artist? Like, where where do you find yourself having like the best ideas? Like, for me, when I'm in motion and I'm playing driving, that's when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Like, where like do you have to be still or present in the moment or emotion? To like, where does your ideas come for you? Um, I usually do an outline on my painting. Oh wow! And then bring that outline, and then do that line, mm-hmm. and then just start building on it. Oh, wow. Really, just mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Just feel it's a very visceral extremely visceral experience for me mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me the thing i loved about your painting when i was in your studio a few weeks ago um there was a painting i would say it's probably like 48 by 72 yeah and it was kind of like a gentleman going like looking to his side that's the vibe i got yeah and there was like a blue um i don't know I think like you, you kind of like use me use something flat to kind of like brush off a little bit. It was like yeah. a bluish. Yeah. Um, can you tell, I'll make sure to include that in the video and then the Instagram for the promo material. Can you tell us a little about, cause it reminded me a little bit, um, a little bit of Francis Beacon. Yeah. Um, who, like who is your creative influences? Um, they're all over mm-hmm. the place. You'll have a, you know, I'll have a classical musician, you know, who you just, the work is just, you know, you listen to, uh, even though I don't listen to Mozart mm-hmm. or Beethoven, I mean, you, it's almost like there's a complete channel. Yeah. Some of those melodies are a complete channel um, from just another place. Yeah. And they really, so people, people usually, I mean, you know, the question of, you know, if I had five people I'd have dinner with live or not alive, mm-hmm. I really have trouble with those because, um, everything seems to um, have an impact. Mm-hmm. And are you an artist that prefer, like do you have a, a daytime preference of when to get creative? Like are you a night person or a morning, morning person? Morning and at night. 
both. I don't, okay. The middle when I get tired, mm-hmm. I have to stop. Mm-hmm. But some of my favorite work, um, I woke up in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, and went right to the studio. And mm-hmm. there's a silence mm-hmm. that's happening when you leave the when you leave to get to the studio. That is um, unrepeatable mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, there's nothing to me. The most beautiful time is when you just it's almost this twilight. Mm-hmm. That's sorry. I was like visualizing because that's so true. Like there's such a I think beauty and a quietness during yeah. the night. And like for me, my favorite part is like knowing I can like really dive into the work because yeah. I know no what is gonna like call me or reach to me that I have to like divide my attention and you know talk to them yeah. to me there's like a beauty in working at night yeah um and then do you have a preference of uh, materials that you use um i love um just golden i use a lot golden. of golden acrylic mm-hmm. acrylic is really important for me because uh, there's an immediacy that that comes along with using acrylic mm-hmm. uh, i'll use oil stick mm-hmm. and then move the oil stick in a way to mix with acrylic not really mix it, it doesn't dry if you do that, but um, there's a, um, a dialogue that happens with those materials. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those are mostly, you know, pretty much everything I use is just acrylic. Excuse me again for my cough. And that there is a big painting that I love, um, and I'll make sure to include that as, as, as well. Um, how big was the painting like? Oh, the big, the, the big, the big, big one. The big painting, so that's yeah. ten feet tall by eighteen feet long. Oh wow! Okay, and yeah. how, and how did you? Is that like your first big biggest painting? It's ever? my third. Third? Oh wow! Third, there was yeah. bigger than that. Uh, no, no, that's the that's oh, right, that's biggest size. Right. Third that size. Oh wow! And that's the biggest size I, I I really have done. And how did you like? What made you go for such like an astronomical size? I, I had done a show in Los Angeles, and I remember he looked at me, and I had done, you know, maybe ten seven by seven Mm -hmm. he pretty much just said we need bigger oh wow and i said how big he goes 10 by 18 feet oh wow he says i want that for the center of the show and i just tackled it Mm -hmm. you know without thinking you know i just i drew the outline drew what i wanted to do and then i just just did it you know there's almost a um it's almost like you're you hooked you know, you're, you're fishing mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you hook, you know, a great white shark. <laughs> it's just yeah. so overwhelming, but you figure it out. Yeah. You completely figure it out. And sometimes it falls apart miserably mm-hmm. and then you just have to get back and figure out how, um, how to define what you, what your mission is, which mm-hmm. mission is just to complete a, a painting that has a complete conversation mm-hmm. attached to it, whether someone likes it or they don't. And were you intimidated by such a challenge or were you like excited? Oh, I got excited. You got excited? Yeah, it gets excited. You know, there's, um, it's really exciting for mm-hmm. me to be able to, to get, to do challenges like that. Mm-hmm. And where do you, as you mentioned, um, your mind is always thinking, do you, would you say that painting is the place where you can kind of have your mind relax a little bit and be in the present or do you have like other, like nature or travels? You know, there's. There's a couple of, like, nature is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, being in the studio, I wouldn't say I'm relaxed. It's just, you know, the, there's a misconception, as you talked about, mm-hmm. as artists. We come in, we have our coffee, we have a cigarette, then we, you know, do a couple of strokes, and mm-hmm. then we sit back and look at it, and then just, I'm like, it is, it is, as you know, yeah. it is 
you know, a brutal, wonderful experience, mm-hmm. you know, that um, a lot of emotions come up. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just forgot the question, but um, I think that's, it's not peaceful for me. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, not peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, I'm working. Yeah. I'm working and I know how fortunate I am to be on that studio and doing it. That's yeah. what I do know. And when you, as you mentioned, you go in the studio and you get to work, do you need to have certain things kind of like organized in a way? Like, do you think about leaving the studio and materials organized or do you like the, like the chaos and the process um, of like getting things while you create? I, I need my table organized once a week mm-hmm. and then I start getting overwhelmed if it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't see colors. I can't yeah. find colors. Um, and then you just spend all this time looking for a certain yeah. color. So my, I, I think you saw my studio. Yeah. My, my table is, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> it needs to be <laughs> cleared a, a bunch of things. I, I mean, the vibe that I got, because sometimes like when I'm in deep creating, like mm-hmm. creative process, like for some people it looks disorganized, but for me, I know exactly where, yeah. like where everything is. And when I'm in the process, it's like very like facilitated for me. In yeah. a way. Are you like that too? Like where... It, it, yeah, I, I mean, you, you really do know where everything mm-hmm. is, but sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. Like right now, yeah. I have paints that are literally down to the last drop, mm-hmm. and they're covering you know paints yeah. that I could use. So no, it's getting a little confusing. That's why probably when I get back yeah. um, today, because I finished painting today, oh, okay, then I'll go back and probably just organize the yeah. studio and then uh, two days later it'll be back to exactly where that was <laughs> and do you have like as an artist do you have like i mean i, I call it like organized days where mm-hmm. you kind of just go in your whatever mood you may be good or bad and you just know okay i have to like take pictures of work this is more like a business day yeah. today do you have days like that yeah yeah you yeah. Got, you you have to it's a business also it's not a hobby so as you know you you have to treat it like a, mm-hmm. a business mm-hmm. you have to show up do the work then you have to do the marketing and, you know, let your gallerist take control of certain things. But, you know, you you really have to create yeah. a um, create exactly yeah. what you said, yeah. you know, create time for all those different verticals yeah. that are that are in the art world. Yeah. And do you have like when you're doing creative things and you have to stop and do like a business part of the mm-hmm. of the let's say business? Are you able to do both at once or like for me, I can't really do like creative things when I have to do business things. Yeah. So for me, it's like a business day where I have business to do everything. Day, completely. Do you divide things yes, like that too? I, I have to. Yeah. You know, I'm, because then I, I'm get exhausted. Yeah. So if I'm painting all day, then I go to the business part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm already just spent. Yeah. So I, yeah, I need that energy to be able to do the other mm-hmm. way. And over over time have you always been like that or like through like your process that you kind of learn okay maybe it's better that i step back or did you always like we always like organize like that you go through periods where um you know like tomorrow maybe i will paint and then do the work part of it Mm -hmm. but majority maybe that's better to say majority of the time i like separating it yeah but some days it's just it's a dance that happens and Mm -hmm. sometimes you know I'm able to have enough stamina to do that. But usually I like to leave it all in the, in the studio for that day. Mm-hmm. And then I get excited to go paint, you know, after that day that, you know, I did all the work. And where do you see yourself in like 10 years creatively? Like, do you have any projects 
or any like mediums you want to tackle? I think I want to get into sculpting eventually. Sculpting, yeah. I think I want to be able to um, bring forth the dialogue that I have in my paintings mm-hmm. and put them into a figurative, a very <laughs> figurative yeah. bronze um, shape, but at the same time bringing the abstraction in. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I am, a figurative abstract uh, that's, painter. I was going to say that because your work, I could like, I was visual, you know, after I left your studio, like, I kind of like, you know, yeah, I was like visualizing it in a way in my head. I said, oh, this is so cool. I love this detail. I love this painting. And I thought, my gosh, you would really like, I wish like whenever you, I think the steel work or like, as yeah. you said, bronze, I said, yeah. it would be really cool to see like that painting come to life in a way. Like I could, I feel like it would have like so much diverse Diver- diversity yeah. to it, and like so many backgrounds and details. But then to be so abstract, you know. Yeah. So I thought, oh my god, this! I, I was like, I was thinking to myself, well, I hope he definitely goes to that, and I hope I can see it because that would be so amazing. I'm really excited. So yeah. that's where I, you know, I do. Right now, um, I was just having a talk, um, just with a, a dear friend, and it's just I think I'm on the verge of some sort of breakthrough in the sense mm-hmm. of a dialogue a yeah. new dialogue that's coming out because um, I just feel like I'm hitting a wall mm-hmm. uh, at full force without a seatbelt mm-hmm. and it's like really uncomfortable right now yeah. being in the studio mm-hmm. so I know if I just work through that and push through that something interesting is going to happen mm-hmm. oh that's amazing um, I love how self-aware you are because most people are just like chill and you know, day to day, but that's amazing that you have this self-awareness creatively. Um, so one thing when I started this podcast, I was trying to be different from other podcasts related to art and every, and every, every, every genre was that I wanted to, you know, interview the same artist almost like every year or mm-hmm. every two years, Insane. whatever their time is. So I'm very much looking forward to the next time we sit down oh, and talk, <laughs> excuse me, especially with the steel sculpture reference that you said, I think that's going to be so fascinating. And it's almost like a prophecy, like we're predicting the future. Yes. Now, right? If you think about it. Yeah, we are. Ex- exactly. And um, I think in, think the human condition that at least I experience, and I think if you, uh, if you don't grow, mm-hmm. um, like in a year, I don't want you to see me as the same person, mm-hmm. even just communicating. Yeah. You know, it's like... Um, I want to be able to be a, a, an enhanced version, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It's not about being a better version or anything. It's just a different version. You know, it's like if I said to you, um, you asked me what my favorite food was, and I'm like, it's sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, a year from now, I want to say it's something else. Not yeah. for the sake of saying it's something else, just mm-hmm. because, you know. You want to get better I, in a way, I, I right? want to, I, I, in every aspect of yeah. my life. Innovate in a way, yeah. I, innovate. You know, with getting closer with friends, getting deeper friendships, getting mm-hmm. um, more expressive, just mm-hmm. growth. And that there's a direct correlation between, I think, also painting, you know, putting in the work, doing the work, being able to find out what what you can communicate yeah. clearer. And are you an artist that keeps like a sketchbook of ideas or do you keep your ideas in your mind? Um, I keep a sketchbook at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, I, when I get to the studio, I have an idea mm-hmm. and then I'll sketch it out on the huge canvas or a smaller canvas and then work it, 
work it out. Mm. A lot of interiors, a lot of my um, paintings are have to do with interiors and windows and animals. And, um, and so a lot of them are based on there. Now they're starting to go outside. Mm -hmm. And that's so interesting. Why? Because I always had to, like, I didn't realize, but... Um, I did a lot of paintings with windows and yeah. interiors and like chairs and ladders yeah. and I never it was just subconscious I never observed it until a friend of mine was like why do you always like there's always a little hint of chairs or windows in your painting yeah. and I said oh my god you're right I never realized that why, why do you think that you have like um, this love for like interior is it because um, you see like details you're very observant some of my favorite painters you know just seeing how they express themselves mm -hmm. I think um windows represent a place to escape mm -hmm. there's i have a lot of confinement and a lot of movement and freedom all i think in the same paintings but there always has to place for me to escape mm -hmm. whether it's outside inside whether it's an abstraction there um i think the need to be able to escape yeah and not feel so confined and always like a secret entrance out mm -hmm. i'm like that too i'm always like wherever i am i'm always like observing windows and thinking oh i wish I'm a, I was outside or had, you know, like a fly or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to, you know, open up this window and take a look and not plummet. Four yeah, stories, <laughs> of course. But, yeah. but it would, you know, it's like, um, being able to, God, there's so much green outside. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's because of, um, the, the season, because normally like during, the the winter is quite depressive it's just yeah, like brown and dead yeah. yeah you know there's yeah. are you an artist that you get um inspired and kind of like your emotion is dependable in your surrounding or very much yeah very much um i need a lot of green mm -hmm. i need a lot of quiet you know like um even just getting here mm -hmm. you know if you really take it in you realize how much you have go you go through yeah. just walking down the street yeah. noises sounds um people you know people on the phone dogs mm. barking yeah you know the aggressiveness of just being in a city there's a beauty in it mm -hmm. i mean i'm I, i'm i really love new york mm -hmm. love it but there's a price you pay yeah for being here and you know that's where i've decided to to live yeah and there's just a a beautiful poetry and brutality living in a city mm -hmm. at least for me yeah I don't wanna, no i agree you know it's almost like the beauty and the decay right like yes. you give up like your peace of mind in a way you always have to be alert you always have to know kind of what's going on and like for me i always strive to like for my brains to go on autopilot in a way yeah. so i can like enjoy life yeah because if i'm constantly thinking or you know, like figuring out where I have to go, then to me it's like not really enjoyable. And yeah. that's kind of like New York in a way, you know? Yeah, New York is, um, you know, it's not your city. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm not saying no, not you, yeah. I'm just saying. No, like, no, I get it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like if I say New York's my city, no, yeah. it's, you're, you're in it. Mm -hmm. It's, it, it influences you. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, it influences yeah. me, but I'm, it's like living in a John Lautner house. One of my favorite, you know, in, architects and when you go into that house you're you bring you but very little mm -hmm. you're living in his house mm -hmm. and his vision yes and um same with neutra or and there's a comfortability 
being able to do that. Mm -hmm. But I, I need to yeah. be able to bring myself to it. So there's this battle that goes on with me in, in New York City yeah. um, where I feel very comfortable in it. And then other times I feel so uncomfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. being in the city. That's very poetic. Do you feel at home in New York City? Um, it's like when you leave New York City, yeah, do you miss I, it? Like, I do you long it. for it so much? I miss it. I'm in an interesting time right now where I don't, uh, I feel very uncomfortable in general. Mm -hmm. And so um, just finding out what that is, whether it's going upstate, whether it's being in the city, whether it's traveling, mm -hmm. um, I think there's a, a need to explore all of it uh, right now. There's, I think that's. Mm -hmm. that's a roundabout way to yeah. answering the question. Yeah. When, um, in regards to inspiration, when you're like walking or traveling, are you an artist that like you strive to find inspiration? Like you actively consciously think, okay, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to try to get inspired. Or do you kind of just, you know, kind of relax, be in the present, let it go subconsciously. I think that, I, I think that's, it's being in the present, mm -hmm. uh, for, I'm not good at searching, you know, like, um, I get distracted. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that just, just kind of just going with where you think you are. Just, yeah. I mean, at, I feel like I've grown enough where um, I don't really search for inspiration. Mm -hmm. Inspiration's in everything. Yeah, you know, there's a yellow motorcycle that's flying down, flying down the oh, yeah. the, the the street. You know that that could just create. A color mm. that inspires me. Yeah. But, um, you know what's so interesting about doing interviews mm -hmm. is that um, things change so drastically. Yeah. You know, I may go for a walk after this and then, yeah, get inspired. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things, I feel like I have to take a grain of salt when I'm communicating because they change so rapidly. Yeah. So I could come back in a year and be like, everything I said was completely yeah. not how I felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, so it's like... That's what I think is like the beauty of artists, you know? And that's why I kind of like want to have the same guest yearly or bi-yearly in yeah. a way because you get to like grow with them. You get to see their yeah. where they were in that exact time, but also for themselves, like to be able to rewatch yourself and be like, oh my gosh, like it makes so much sense where I am now because in a way I was like subconsciously thinking, thinking of certain things. Yeah. Who knows, like in a year, year and a half, like you're going to have like a whole, you could do like, let's say like a whole retrospective yeah. made out of like steel and bronze. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I was in a way thinking about it and put it out there in the universe yeah. and it came true, you know, yeah. and that's the beauty. You know, being present, um, this is inspiring talking mm -hmm. to you, um, two people communicating, trying to, um, get to a place yeah. that they're understanding each other. Mm -hmm. And that to me is, um, a successful life yeah being able to communicate um with people the best you can mm -hmm. and when you're traveling like when you're away from your studio are you still actively like drawing or sketching or are you just kind of like soaking up inspiration I'm, I'm just soaking up soaking up inspiration just soaking up probably more than inspiration just taking downtime to recoup to fill mm -hmm. back yeah fill back up um kind of what you do, what's depleted because you put it all mm -hmm. out there. I need a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. um, if I finish in the studio, I pretty much am done, mm -hmm. you know, exhausted. like emotionally and physically emotionally exhausted. Yeah. Just, just spent. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what I tell a lot of people that aren't artists. Like for me, 
because I, at least for me, I can speak. Um, like I touch on so many emotions and mm-hmm. I feel things that I don't re- like really think about or really know it's there. Yeah. So by the end of the day, I'm like, I really need like to be alone, do a mantra, just be still in yeah. a little bit. Are you like that too? Yeah, um, at times. At times. I mean, I've been starting to do transcendental meditation in the morning. Oh, wow. Um, get back into it. Mm-hmm. It's been very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's just, but I think that's um, a wonderful way to clear. And yeah. then I'm always trying to carve out, you know, the surface to get to what's underneath. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my, my one of my goals in my life to be able to do that. Just constantly examining things and just digging deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to find. All I know is just hopefully, hopefully it's something that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. And what, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> cough, cough. And, um, um, sorry. And creatively, like if you could go back in time and tell yourself something creatively, like an advice, do you have anything you would tell yourself? Um, advice. Don't wait for inspiration mm-hmm. and just go with every single thing you have. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't, I really wouldn't, um, I feel like that's something that stamina grows. Mm-hmm. You know, you start, you know, paintings take, you know, get more and more and more complex in some ways, just different versions of complex. Mm-hmm. But um, it's such a hard question. Part of me doesn't believe in advice Mm -hmm. uh, because people have different experiences with their own advice. I remember, um, again, I'm not sure where I heard this, but it was talking about advice and just say, you know, what works for you works for you. What Mm -hmm. works for me works for me. So you're going to bring into advice into a sense that um, it may not work for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You That's very interesting. I like that. And do you ever have like, have you, I'm sure you did, but just to ask, um, where you kind of show up, as you say, you like to show up and get the work done and be present in the studio to be able to cr- yeah. do creative. Have you ever had days where you do, like you show up, you organize your materials, you're ready to go, but nothing really comes out, like inspiration doesn't hit, you try um, to get creative, but nothing really happens? Like, how are you able to handle that creatively? Um, so what I do is, um, I just... I go to my my table. And mm-hmm. I have a little mini can of gasoline, and so I oh, put wow. it. It's so interesting. So I put it on the table, and when I'm really having a tough day, I just set it on fire. And oh the whole wow! Thing, and it actually burns down the whole studio. No, I'm uh-huh. That would be. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I really thought you were saying no. like you know you know those like things for like I catering know, exactly. that heat up. That's like, how wow, I feel. So oh my god! Yeah. No, it's. I mean, there's such a. A um, unbelievable uh, anger that comes up when you feel like you're just hitting your head against a wall trying to come up with something and it just falls flat. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you just want to take a little thing of C4 and just yeah. blow it all up. But, yeah. Um, uh, something always happens. Mm-hmm. And if it's a successful painting, it's a successful painting. If it's not, it's not. You know, it just get rid of it. Don't hold on. A lot of times I paint over paintings mm-hmm. that I like. But I want to really love them. I just don't mm-hmm. want to like them. But then that life is underneath that painting. Yeah. So you never really lose the painting. Yeah, it's always there. Yeah. It's always there. And do you look back at your like previous work for reference? Sometimes if you're feeling stuck. Yeah. Do you keep like a photographic archive of your I previous do. work? 
I do, but at the same time, it's a catch twenty two because mm-hmm. you start to want to repeat something because mm-hmm. it was you got what you wanted. Yeah. At the same time, so it's a it's it's a cat. It's just it's a very um, slippery slope. Yeah. Looking, uh, sometimes it's nice just to give one day where you just look over some work. But you know, there are times where I've had paintings still up before I put them away while I'm painting, mm-hmm. and I'll notice a certain painting and I keep on glancing over it to try to maybe copy it in a weird way mm-hmm. not knowing I'm copying it but then after going you know, why do you keep on looking that way mm-hmm. you know and then you're trying to repeat it and inevitably that painting that I'm trying to copy fails miserably mm-hmm. and I have a question um, since I started this podcast a lot of people mostly young artists have like reached out and told me to ask certain th- like questions to the artist guests uh-huh. that I'm interviewing and the main question is um, is what advice or what suggestion would you give? Because we don't want to say advice, as you said. Okay. People have whatever they do. Um, the, like most of the young artists ask, um, what would you tell a young artist that kind of wants to get into art, mm-hmm. but they don't really know how, they don't know what to do, like the next step? Being a young artist mm-hmm. is probably the most exciting mm-hmm. thing because there's no sense of um, what's to how to do something. Yeah. You're limitless they, in a way. Limitless. Yeah. They just go. Like, I remember my first time, you know, I, I went to this gallery and I literally, someone recommended a gallery. I went in and I had all my paintings and I, she was like, what are you doing? And I literally just said, oh, I want to show you my work. Mm-hmm. I put them on the floor uh-huh. and started opening up and she started laughing. She's like, uh-huh. I don't know, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And, but she ended up seeing the work and she gave me a show. Oh, wow. But there was, it was completely ludicrous. Mm-hmm. to think that that's how you do it but mm-hmm. I didn't know better yeah you know so you have these you know you have youth where you don't know better so these magical things happen mm-hmm. and then as you get older you start feeling there's certain rules mm-hmm. that you <coughs> that you have to do so I would just tell just go for it mm-hmm. you know because any advice I give you is not yeah. you, know, you know especially giving especially advice from older people um, you know, in the sense that, you know, if I give advice to this young, you know, young brand new artist, mm-hmm. I'm talking from my experience. Yeah. And unless they really ask what my experience is, then I'll give it to them. But pretty much just paint your heart out. Yeah. Do you have any creative influences that you kind of like look to, that you aspire like you get inspired by their work or the way they like, you know, live their life. It could be like artistic, musician, films. Just, you know, everyone, there's give and takes in life. Mm -hmm. Some people are good at one thing and they're brutally awful at something Uh else. Or, you know, someone's created an empire and you're just like, that's amazing. But then their internal relationships Mm -hmm. with people are a mess. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're complex people and to try to, you know, I think it's a good thing to try to figure out how to, um, be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, right now all my energy is going into the work. Mm -hmm. And so there are other areas that I know, um, I'll have to focus on, but you know, I feel like I'm just doing the best, Mm -hmm. the best I can. Yeah. Right that's now. beautiful I like you're very poetic I must say like you're very I don't know like talking to you it's like kind of like 
like a spiritual mantra in a way you know oh. like those guided meditations that you, they tell you to like do certain things be present you know pay I'll, detail. I'll take i'll take that <laughs> I'll take no that's that. a good thing and that's uh, like amazing you know i really what i'm i think it's fascinating that we're having this talk and hopefully we have a t you know in a year and yeah it's going to be so fascinating to look back you look back at yourself but also the viewers me watch we watch the episode and then we watch the new episode and like kind of compare the two yeah and see like how know the timeline how everything's happening for you which is amazing I know, i'll be here i'll be like yeah i'm smoking my shit. I'll be like, yeah what's that noise <laughs> you'll be like that sculpting is yeah like, like what is going on yeah and are you are you an artist like do you do you ever see yourself like do you think about collabing with other artists um not really not, not really. right now mm -hmm. um it's such it's such a uh, a personal thing right mm -hmm. now, yeah. and that doesn't mean in one year. Yeah, you know, hopefully that's not you know the case. Just right now, I think my journey is really specific mm -hmm. on just working solo right now. Mm -hmm. But that could change, you know. Like I said, you know, a week from now, I could call you up really excited, being like, "I'm doing this," and I'm really profoundly excited about it. Yeah. So at this very moment today, at two thirty or whatever time uh -huh. it is. That is how I feel, but that could immediately change as I walk out this door. Mm -hmm. That's so fascinating. Um, I love how, I don't know, like talking is like, you reminded me a lot of myself, like certain like point of view that you have. And I didn't, I really enjoyed this conversation because it's like, I didn't like you say certain things that I didn't realize that I do in a certain yeah. way. And it's so fascinating. That's why I love having this podcast. Um, so thank you so much for being here once again. Oh. Oh, Such man, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Is this like the first podcast you've done? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank yeah. you for being here. Um, and I also wanted to ask, um, do you have anything coming up in the next few months that we can look out to? Um, working on a show in Los Angeles. Okay. But um, lots of exciting things coming. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank yeah. you for being here. Um, and I also wanted to ask, um, do you have anything coming up in the next few months that we can look out to? Um, working on a show in Los Angeles. Okay. But um, lots of exciting things coming. Oh, okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, and I also want to edit, edit, edit. I was going to say something else, but never mind. Um, <clears throat> is there anything else you want to talk about? Did, did we catch everything? Yeah, no. It was such a, a pleasure. You're just. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, you were. Yeah. It was. It's such a, a pleasure just being able to uh, share with somebody who um, is open to it mm -hmm. and who's dedicated their life to doing mm -hmm. doing this. Yeah. So it was an absolute pleasure. Yes, thank you. And as I previously asked you, what um, it's coming in the next months, I do have a secret project in regards to the podcast. Um, we'll talk off camera after okay. we're finished. I don't want to jinx it and let everybody know just yet, but hopefully that happens. Um, do you want to share with us your website and your Instagram? Um, yeah, it's Alexander Eulish Art. That's uh, Y-U-L-I-S-H. And my Instagram's Alexander Eulish. Okay, perfect. And um, previous guests, they had people reach out to them in terms of commission. Yeah. Um, so now like, make sure to ask everybody that I interview. Are you open to commissions if people want yeah, to reach I've done, out? Uh, yeah, I've yeah? Done quite a lot of commissions. Okay, perfect. So um, thank you so much, Alexander, for okay. being here. It's been a pleasure having you. I'm so glad we got to talk. And it's the universe works in mysterious ways so because who would have thought my first time <laughs> in mana i get to meet you and then we get to do a part you're the first artist actually that i interviewed from the mana studio so i really 
appreciate it wonderful it thank was you such so a much pleasure. thank you so much it's been a pleasure. a pleasure thank you thank you for listening to Tariq Talk follow Tariq Talk on all social media channels and check out the video interviews online <laughs>